seems to be a bit of a theme this week and it seems to be about risk reward and the courage to gain confidence and if you're a younger listener on this one or if you're a parent of a younger listener you might want to skip this one because it's going to have something a bit tasty in it a little bit later because I'm going to take you back into my past I'm going to take you back to I can't remember the year like but it was a long time ago Magaluf Magaluf when you went on the old lads holidays and I remember that holiday because two things happened. I remember two things from that holiday. One is this. One is I used to have a phobia of prawns. So I had a phobia of prawns really, really badly. And one night, they went, we're going to a Chinese restaurant. And I thought, I know what's going on here. I know what's going on here. Chinese restaurant. They go and order prawns. And they're going to basically, they're going to wind me up with them. So do you know what? I talk about risk reward, but I stayed safe, right? I stayed safe, and I was like, Do you know what? I'm gonna stay on the balcony. I'm gonna chill on the balcony, and I'm gonna I'm gonna relax. So they went out, and I remember this knock on the window. So I'm sitting on the balcony. You can imagine I'm chilling on the balcony, and on the balcony window, I hear a knock, and I see the curtains open, and there's all these dancing prawns, and my heart rate, oh my, like I'm sweating. I've gone into fight or flight mode. <laughs> They've opened the balcony door and they've started launching these prawns at me. And I can only describe it as me being Neo out the Matrix. Like going, <laughs> slow motion, <laughs> dodging them. Picked up a flip-flop, <laughs> smacked one away. I barged past them. I've locked myself into the bathroom. So I've locked myself into the bathroom and they've already seen that one come in because there is prawns everywhere. There's a prawn, por- it's not porn. there's a prawn impaled on my toothbrush there's prawns around the bath i'm trying to smash the door down to get out and as i they literally let me out after screaming and literally crying in this room as i've run out prawns gone down my shorts i've pulled my pants down running naked down the hotel and i've jumped into the pool so i remember that that was quite clear trauma from when i was younger but the other thing i remember is this every night when we went out obviously when you're younger you I think I might even been a virgin at this point we've got a lot of stories going back into my past coming up right <laughs> I'm here to think actually for you when you go into your past you're like it's not as bad as mine when I tell the stories that I went but I'm pretty sure I was a virgin and in Megalo trying to lose your I was trying to lose my virginity and it didn't happen for me but there was this one lad whose name will every night he would pull Every single night without fail. I think it was seven out of seven on holiday. And he'd be in the room next door. And what he would do <laughs> is he'd room the he'd ring our room. So he'd be in the door. He'd ring the room. I know this is bad. Apologies. He would leave the phone off the hook and we'd be listening in. And all we'd be hearing is this on the doors. <laughs> on, on the wall next door going... And we are like, oh my lord, what a legend. What a legend he is. How does he do that? How does he do that? Like, astounding. But the only reason he did that is because he played a numbers game. So if he didn't pull during the night, and on the night out, it was five o'clock in the morning, he'd go up to every single girl afterwards. You know when you go into kebab shops and you're getting food or you're getting a McDonald's or you're getting a burger. You go up to every single girl and be like, I'll come back to mine. 
and he'd play the numbers game every every go. Like that was over a three out of ten. That's bad. Apologies. <laughs> but he'd be like, "Do you want to come back to mine? Do you want to come back to mine? Do you want to come back to mine? Do you want to come back to mine?" And eventually, one of them would be like, "Yeah, I'll come back to you. Yeah, go on then. I'm up for it. I'll come back to yours." And that's how he pulled every single night. And the reason he did that is because there's a few lessons in this, right? <laughs> you can always pull lessons out of here. He didn't care about rejection. He did not care about rejection. He was like, do you know what? If I get rejected, it's fine. Whereas me, I was like, well, I'm too scared of being rejected. So do you know what? If I don't ask, I won't get rejected. But him, he had a great relationship with failure. As we talk about confidence, his relationship with failure at that age was unbelievable. He was like, do you know what? I don't care. I know what the outcome I want. The outcome that I want at the end of the night is I want to get laid. And I probably want to look in front of my pals. And he did that every single night by playing the numbers game. A couple of lessons on this. We've talked about it in the past. Keep swinging. <laughs> That's uh, it's appropriate for this one. But he just kept swinging. Like... You just keep going. For example, there's a couple of things. Me and Luke are getting frustrated in the Inner Game Academy. We're like, we've got an unbelievable product for younger lads. Why aren't they doing it? But it's not about, ah, oh, it doesn't work. We've got to find another way for it to work. We've got to try, try again and keep going until we find a way that works. And then we hit the home run and then we double down. So there's a couple of lessons from my mate in Magaluf who went around every night asking every girl if they come back with him it's your relationship with failure again <laughs> we talk about that the relationship with failure having the courage to gain confidence from that i'm sure he come back with a load of confidence he was like i am the man where all of us come back still as virgins because we didn't have the courage the confidence and the courage to be rejected he just literally went out and did it what a legend still think of him i'm like what a legend and i still remember that phone ringing and that <laughs> the madness madness and I still have that trauma from them prawns and then just keep on going just the ability to keep going I spoke to I can't give you names but I've worked with a few managers and coaches and I'm like go and get rejected as many times as you can and then you'll get a job speaking to a couple of managers I'm like go and apply for as many jobs as you can and then what we do is we put the focus on not the outcome but we put the focus on go and get rejected. Go and get rejected as many times as you can. And then that takes the pressure off you to get the job. Because most people go, I need this job, I need this job. I'm like, go and get rejected. Go and get rejected as many times as you can. And eventually, what happens is, you get the job. I remember someone coming up to me at the gym. I don't know if I've told this story. I've done so many podcasts. A girl I was helping for years. But she was like, Rob, I need your help. I'm really down. I've been rejected for four jobs this week. I was like, four? And she was like, what do you mean four? Like, expect to be like, oh, no, wait, four, four jobs? Come back to me when you're rejected for a job every single day. So I'm going to give you a task. Your aim for next month is to get rejected every single day for a job. If you get rejected for a job every single day, come back to me and then we'll change things. But I want you to play the numbers game. The numbers game is get rejected for as many jobs as you can. A week later, she come back to me and we're like, Rob, I got a job. I was like, Amazing. Guess what? Because you change the focus into being actually, instead of going, I need this job, I need this job, I want to go get rejected for a job every day for a month. That took the focus of it. Guess what? That released the shackles for her to actually 
give a better interview. Because uptight, we can talk about fret state and stuff like that and being like sweaty. It actually gives you more confidence when you're like, actually, I'm going to go and get rejected. I'm going to go and fail. This is a constant theme. And I'm going to talk to you tomorrow about a failure, another failure I had. I've had many failures, many failures. I'm going to talk about my crypto failure and how that all went a little bit wrong for me. But that's, it's all about risk reward. We talked about risk mentality. So I hope you like this podcast about my experience in Magaluf. I'm going to go back into the past and tell you many stories about me, which is going to change your mind on me. You're not going to get this from many other podcasts. When you listen to most, I'm not a sports psychologist, right? I call myself a performance coach. Mine comes from experience from helping so many players over so many years. I've got these techniques, tools that I use that get unbelievable results. But when you listen to most sports psychology podcasts, you're not going to get the stories that you get from me. It's going to be all fact-based. Boring. It's boring. I don't want to be boring. Boring is shite. I'd rather be exciting. And if people don't like that, I'm amazing. I'm not here. My aim, it's a really weird one, it's to get rejected by as many of you as I possibly can. So then when I work with people, you'll get me. And the only people I work with are legends. The only people I work with are complete legends. And they get me. And I can be completely myself. I don't have to put on any masks. I have to put it in front. Because people who listen to this be like, oh, do you know what? He tells sex stories on his podcast. He's not very professional. Great. That's amazing. I'm not here to be wanted by everyone or liked by everyone. Just a select few people who I want to work with who, when they're coming with me, will have fun and we get unbelievable results and become friends for life. So, if you like this podcast, please do me a favour. You know what to do. Subscribe. Spotify. Apple. Please share it. Follow me at Elite in a Performance. Go and get my masterclass. I will change that up soon www.confidenceandfootball.com I know I'm speaking about a lot but it's only been 30 days I've been doing this for a month now only 11 months to go 11 months every day to give you content it's a challenge for me it's scary it's the unknown I'm doing the same thing that I tell everyone else to do risk reward risk it say you're going to do it go for it if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't it's okay have a better relationship with failure like my mate Will see you tomorrow I hope you enjoy this